0: good morning everybody i am glenn the geek from ocala florida
2: and i'm jamie jennings and i'm in norman oklahoma you're listening to horses in the morning on the horse radio network for march 2nd episode 2882 good morning horse people it's wednesday morning that means jamie and glenn are back to talk horses with all of you well let's be honest jamie talks horses glenn is just here to hassle jamie enjoy the show
0: I, wanted, I know we have a lot of listeners that are artists out there, and they've done art for us. That's how we know. But Kensington, who's a company we talk about all the time because they have the really cool plaid stuff, and we've given away a bunch of Kensington products, uh, they're having a contest for artists right now, and, and they're giving away some serious uh, dollars here. They're In first place is a $500 Kensington store credit, $200 in second and $100 in third. And what they want you to do is... They want art that will be used on the front and back of a T-shirt. So they're asking artists to interpret the equestrian lifestyle in their very own unique way. Any breed, discipline, or style is welcome. Uh, Doesn't have to include plaid, by the way. (laughs) I bet you (laughs) if it included plaid, you'd have a better chance of winning, to be honest. Right? Yeah. (laughs) But it can be done digitally or traditionally drawn. And I thought... What a brilliant idea. Instead of hiring artists to do your t-shirts, you just do a contest and you probably get 50 of them for t-shirts brilliant idea. I love it. It's probably cheaper this way than if they paid artists to do it. I was so. going to
2: say, this is genius. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Marketing, Kensington is always above, them; they're just one step ahead of all of us.
0: Yeah, I never thought about doing that. So there you go. <laughs> if you want to do that, I'll put a link in the show notes if you're an artist and want to be on a Kensington t-shirt or win some really cool stuff. So on today's show, we have, I think it's Morgan Schmidt, Morgan, Morgan, we're going to find out. She joins us to talk about her humorous new book, Life with Horses is Never Orderly, Cartoons for Riders That Are In On The Joke. Uh, this is my new favorite book, by the way, Jamie. I got this one, and as soon as I got it in and started reading it, I said, we have to have her on, because she... You she's have been a, pretty pretty excited about this yeah, <laughs> I know. It's a really good book, because it has pictures and cartoons. Yeah, you yeah, like yeah, cartoons. Yeah. Our Daily Dose equine guest is Henrietta, back with us from with her monthly visit from horseyhooves.com, telling us where some famous horse idioms and sayings came from. And do you have weird news? we Are going to do some weird news?
2: I, I, I have a few.
0: Okay. Right, and good. I'd also
2: like to touch on the uh, – I talked a little bit uh, Monday about how I had maybe potentially been taking my horse's SMZs for a sinus infection. Yeah. And I asked the auditors on the Facebook page, is there anything you've ever taken?
0: I bet there's nothing. Results, there was nothing. <laughs> Shocking
2: results. So we'll do that at the end of the show.
0: Big surprise. Horse women taking horse drugs. Big surprise <laughs> Well, we have three auditor birthdays, Kat, Jacqueline, and Leslie. Notice I didn't say their last names because now after Monday's show where I was complaining about hyphenated last names, I don't know if you noticed, but there's an entire conversation going on about that in the auditor room.
2: You're a terrible person. I Kat am Thompson, Thompson, Jacqueline Pergula, just, and Leslie Knight.
0: So you all can just uh, – you, you can stop with that nonsense, and I will just say your first names, and we don't have to worry about it. See?
2: I'll say last names.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. You do that. Although somebody called you out and said they heard you say a wrong the name a name wrong last week.
2: So I, I potentially have been wrong once or twice in my life, but <laughs> don't hold it up stupid wrong things that happen i you know we talked a couple weeks about stupid ways you get hurt well i got another injury on monday glenn oh
0: god we need to get uh, you a new job
2: <laughs> oh my gosh i'm just but it's like all just really stupid stuff so i i have julie my little uh thoroughbred filly that i bought she's uh, almost three years old and i went out to get her in the field and i went to put the halter over and she kind of ducked a little bit Okay, fine. I put the halter on and I I walk her up to the stall. I put her in the stall. She eats. It's time for me to ride her. I go in the stall. I go to get her. And she's kind of like, about the halter going over. And I'm like, that's weird. Whatever. I take her out to put her in the cross ties. I groom her. I brush her face. I pick her feet. I'm like, I mean, she's a girl and she's gray. And I'm just like loving grooming this little like filly and, uh, I get put the saddle on, I get the boots on. I'm like so excited for a ride and because uh, the weather's finally nice enough to ride. And I go to, uh, there's something I do and I wanted to know if anybody else does this before I put the bridle on, I make sure everything is ready, which means I put my helmet on. I have all my boots, all my, everything is ready before I put the bridle on. So I put my helmet on rush over, grab the bridle. I go to put the bit in her mouth and I go to put the bridle over her ears. And she panicked, not panicked. Like she was like, Oh God, I got to he co- Pen- gue- yeah. <segments sospel> get it. And she pushed her head into my chest. Like, because my right hand was by her right ear. She pushed her head left into me and pushed it to where I was stepped backwards and I couldn't get my right hand away from her ear because she was making me run backwards. It was the weirdest like circles, like a little cyclone that we were creating together and she was pushing me and I couldn't let go. And I know it was because it was touching her ear. I don't know what was wrong. And finally she knocked me down onto the pavement in the cross ties under her feet. And I got knocked down and Whack! My head hit that pavement like you wouldn't believe. Were you wearing your helmet? You bet I was. Uh,
0: see, I, that I would always, I would have gotten that one. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have had my helmet on yet.
2: But see, that's a weird thing that I do is I always get. I have my gloves on, my helmet, whatever I'm going to do. I have before I bridle because I don't want to bridle. Have the horse standing in a bridle and be like messing around doing stuff. So that was a bl- blessing. However, um, when I did hit the ground. I'm old and I scrape my knee and like my neck hurts and my back. I feel like I got in a car accident. <laughs> I mean, I'm fully functioning, but, um, the Advil has been my friend. Uh, but also like she, this is the thing she was, I wanted to give her my daily money cause she was so good. She was like, knocked me down on the ground and then was like, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God. And didn't move a muscle bridal hanging by the reins around her neck and head did not move a muscle just stood there like looking like oh my god oh my god are you okay yeah, thank I, god I, she I didn't, d- step, on I didn't step on you yeah. <laughs> and, that, yeah, I, and of course i did that like even by accident yeah she was so careful she was so good like she was so good I, and i'm like obviously something's wrong with you I can't believe I didn't notice this, but i, I you do that like, are my toes moving, my fingers, like, everything wiggles? Okay, I can get up. You know, I had that wind knocked out of me, so that took a minute. But I got up. Okay, what's wrong? And I take her around, and she has this pretty little forelock that is kind of halfway down her face. And I go and like, and I brush her face, but her forelock is just like swept to the side. And I go to move her forelock and I can't move her forelock because I finally pulled the forelock up and there's a trickle of dried blood running down the side of her face. So lesson here, the horse tried to tell me several times not to go up there so she's got a cut on uh, somewhere on the top of her head i can't get to it i can't see it i was like well it's not bleeding anymore you know i can't touch it let's just kind of see where this goes took her temperature no infection all the things but my god she told me three times glenn she's like hey ow but like she's so good she wasn't like violent so about probably
0: it probably up by her ear somewhere right
2: yeah, so yeah. it's in between her pole and her right ear. And I cannot get up there to do that. And it did not warrant an emergency vet visit. So I'm like, let's just we're gonna we're gonna see what happens you know what here. Jennifer would say? What? Long
0: way from her heart.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's not <laughs> bleeding anymore. It hurts. But so I've just been doing other stuff with her a long way from her heart. I'm like, if it, if it gets infected or something, I'll know because she's going to get incredibly more painful, you know, and all those things. But I, I'll, uh, I'm going to keep it, keep an eye on it as close as I can. Um, but yeah, uh, she tried to tell me and these stupid things, she, stupid things happen when you're not, Paying attention. I just wasn't listening to her.
0: And you you know, they say that most accidents happen in the home. Well, most accidents happen on the ground when it's with horses.
3: (laughs) It's true. true. Yeah. You get hurt more on the ground.
0: I I can think of all the times we've gotten hurt. And, you know, with the exception of Jennifer riding, it's, it's been mostly on the ground. Uh Yeah,
2: but this was just, I mean, it happened so fast, and like I said, she tried to tell me a few times, but I just wasn't listening. She
0: could knock your ass over.
2: (laughs) She did knock my ass over. I'm not kidding. I'll teach you
0: a lesson. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Don't mess with me, woman. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you're okay. That would have been much worse had the helmet not been on. Did it crack the helmet?
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, there's going to have to be a new helmet in my near future, (laughs) so...
0: (laughs) Yeah, you've hit I that mean, a few times.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I cracked the helmet, but like it hit the ground hard enough to where it could have been cracked. So hmm. that was the first thing we talked about was like, time to get a new helmet. And I have a couple more that I can throw on, but yeah, time to get a new helmet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you have the ones with the MIPS technology?
2: No, you they, I tried one of those, but they're very round, they, and I have yeah. like an oblong head, and they did There's not. There's new
0: me. ones coming out now. You, I, I don't I forget which company that has the oblong now with mips. But, we um, okay, well,
2: find out. Yeah, you, know,
0: you, you of all people need
2: to. I mean, seriously, <laughs> come on. <laughs> all right, let's
0: go to our first guest. She's an author. She wrote a book called Life with Horses is Never Orderly cartoons for riders that are in on the joke. And you would have to be with this book, but I love this book. Can't <laughs> wait to talk to her about it. Well, as I said, we have Morgan Schmidt joining us. She's an author and a cartoonist and an artist, and you might have seen her stuff on Horse Nation and Eventing Nation, but she's come out with a book now, and I absolutely loved it. I fell in love with it the day we got it. Uh, I couldn't put it down. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. So you started drawing when you were little, right? Even before you owned your first horse, you were doing drawings.
4: Yeah, you know, I was. My parents were pretty pretty anti-getting a horse. My dad rode um, in the 70s, and so he was quite aware that horses are not pets. They're a lifestyle. So um, for years, uh, I kind of pushed for that every Christmas and birthday, and I got plastic horses and things like that. So um, in the meantime, I drew them.
0: And apparently kept drawing them. <laughs> so. But uh, yes, actually, I have to ask you something that's in the book, and I wanted to know if this was about you. And this was at the very beginning of under character building. Uh, you wrote, uh, grad school to be an astrophysicist learning to be an astronaut. Was that you?
4: Oh, no, absolutely not. Okay, <laughs>
0: <laughs> just checking. <laughs>
4: Yeah, no. No, <laughs> those things amuse me, but they're just right on the periphery of my understanding. So I <laughs> would not be good at that. Do, you've
0: drawn so many cartoons now, um, and over the years we've seen a lot of them in social media. Does it just come to you, or is it the kind of thing where you really have to think about what you're going to do, or, or you think about, oh, I need something for winter now, or I need something for spring? How does it, how's it work for your process,
4: so my process is a little bit chaotic, which, um, like the like the comic, um, sometimes something will happen and I'll think, oh wow, that absolutely needs to be a comic, and I, I'll actually text myself that so I remember it because if I don't, I, I absolutely won't. Um, or you know, if a group of uh, friends and I are at a horse show, right? Things usually happen, or um, somebody will be like, oh, I've got a great comic idea for you. Although those can be dangerous because a lot of times people think they have a great idea and it's really less than, than, great. Um, or it's in, insanely hard to draw, right? You're like, that would take 42 panels. Um, so probably not. Uh, but that, that's sort of how it goes. And, and often because I, I'm really adept at trying to cram like 47 things into the space of 30. And occasionally I I'm successful, which just perpetuates a really awful cycle. So I, I'm generally like Tuesday night going, wow, I need a comic in you know, 12 hours. So I should figure something out. Um, and so that's kind of, that'll trip me into, you know, looking at those texts I sent myself through the week or, um, I do have a list going of, you know, potential eventual comics that I can kind of look back at. So
0: that's a little bit of the process. And you are a serious writer too, aren't you?
4: Well, I mean, I try to be, if you ever saw me (laughs) writing, you'd be like, that woman has RBF right there. She looks angry. Um, but, but, uh, I, I would just. Say I'm intense, um, but I do ride dressage. I started out as an inventor and realized by the time I got to training level that it really wasn't my bag because I was revisiting my Gatorade in the start boxes. They counted down. a <laughs> <three> um, <laughs> no. So
0: don't
4: have, don't have the kahunas for that. So, um, you know, I switched over. I've done raining and some Western disciplines too, which, which are fun. You know, I enjoy those, but at the end of the day, I think um, my sort of OCD perfectionist nature really is drawn to dressage, um, despite not being super brave when, you know, my young horse is in the
0: rafters. (laughs) So if you were going to describe the book, how do you describe it to people?
4: Oh gosh. Um, you know, I would, I would say it's sort of an introduction into the multiple levels of, of crazy, um, that equestrians are sort of, you know, prone to partake in. Um, but, if nothing else too it would serve then as a reminder not to take yourself too seriously, right? I mean, we, we do stuff with these animals and I think a person who's not into horses would be like, Really? That's you're spending how many how much time and resources with that? But it's just such a rewarding process. And, you know, I think if you look for the humor, it makes a lot of the less than humorous moments a little bit more digestible.
0: This book, by the way, Jamie, is our last 12 years on this show. It pretty much is the stuff we've talked about for the last 12 years on the show. I'll give you an example. Uh, On page 25, she has one called, If Equestrians Were Honest with Her Facebook Posts. Uh, And I'll give you a couple (laughs) of them here. Had a totally mediocre ride today at the show and fell in the middle of the pack in the class. You never see that on Facebook. You, you just don't see that. I didn't clean my bridle today. Probably won't tomorrow either. <laughs> uh, this, you're
2: you, just saying my life. Like, yes.
0: what? <laughs> uh, rode bareback today because I'm too lazy to tack up. See, no, what they would have written is I rode bareback back today and it was amazing because they would just know, such
2: a connection with my horse <laughs> yes. and like I could just feel our heartbeats synchronizing and it was so beautiful. And like of course, really what happened was they slid off, they've got dirt on their butt, the legs got sweaty, it's all <laughs> gross, there's hair stuck in their teeth. You know, it's gross that's real yep. life. <laughs>
4: No, that 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 I need to write down as my next comic translation. Here's here's what people are saying. Here's the translation of what they mean.
2: There you go. You're you're welcome. Here's another one
0: that really applies to my (laughs) hackney pony. I don't remember the last time I brushed my horse's tail. Because you know, it's it's winter. It is a little cold here, and I just it requires washing and.
2: I was going to say, aren't you down the road from me? Yeah, that's exactly. It's going to be 80. <laughs> yeah. Don't let him complain. It's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Today, I worked on transitions. We walked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's just there. Uh, the book is full of this kind of stuff. And I'm telling you, this has been our show for the last 12 years. Maybe that's why I liked it so much. It's like, oh, we've talked about that. Talked because about you that. get it. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
2: <laughs> Well, where can people get the book, Morgan? Because I the, the whole magic of the book is the drawings, I'm assuming, that come with it. I don't have a copy of it. Glenn has one, but uh, I've asked him to, to send it to me next. Uh, so where can people find it and be able to take a look at your drawings? So if you go to the uh,
4: Trafalgar Square Press website or Horse and Rider book, um, they actually have it on there where you can preview some chapters too. So you can order it from them. Um, and then you can you can preview inside the book, which is kind of cool. Um, I think you can get it on Amazon, too, but that's a I don't think they offer the same sort of preview capability, and it's it costs the same on both of them. So,
2: Gotcha. Well, yeah, that's fantastic. And those of you have probably seen Morgan's drawings through the years because they've been featured on Horse Nation and Eventing Nation. So we've always covered uh, covered them here. So you've probably seen them before. Go see them again. Get the whole entire book. Gl- I, Glenn I'm busy actually reading. liked I'm, it. I'm, and I'm, we don't <laughs> agree on anything. And I like her drawings Well, too, see, so. I,
0: I don't like books that have all words and no pictures. Yeah. So <laughs> i got to tell you, Morgan, I was reading well. the equine risk assessment, which is on page seven. That is hilarious and yeah. so true. It's so true. It's oh. a chart that shows you the type of horse and the risk that that you'll die uh, with that type of horse. And uh, is it, you you should get it just for that, to make sure you don't have the one at the top of the list. Which, Morgan, I think <laughs> you, you do, actually. I think that's...
4: Yeah, yeah. I speak from experience on some of these things, which is really either hilarious or depressing. Jamie, <laughs>
0: yours are all at the top of the list of you're going to die. So there's, there's all of yours are up there.
2: I'm only suffering from a minor neck injury right now, Glenn. So you know, give me a little slack. Is there such a thing as a minor neck injury? <laughs>
0: yeah, well, there's a good question too. <laughs>
2: be fine. And uh, you know what? We're going to talk a little bit later, Morgan, about how um, let's see, I had a sinus infection still kind of hanging in there and I've been taking SMCs. And so we did a whole post uh, asking our audience, have you ever taken any horse meds? And the answers will be revealed at the end of the show and they're shocking.
0: You have to answer that question. What have you tried?
2: Oh, I totally have taken Butte. (laughs)
4: <laughs> used to be fun fact, used to be legal in Europe, but it's definitely like a carcinogen, so I wouldn't I'm not recommending that. I'm not a doctor, definitely not a vet. Um, and I've used SirPA, which is amazing. Mm, yeah, that's good stuff. That's good
2: stuff. See, I'm not the only one. So there you go. We're going to talk a little bit later. I'll give you a whole slew of ideas. All you have to do is follow me around for a day. You'll have more content than you need. I need to get the medical
0: disclaimer ready for that section later on. I need. Do not listen to anything uh, that any of our listeners do. They're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Morgan, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks for
4: having me.
0: Well, State Line is attending Land Rover this year. So, you're definitely going to want to check that out. They're in the old indoor where all the vendors are set up. You'll see State Line TAC set up on the top level, usually on the left as you come in the front. So, they have a huge booth. They have tons of stuff, and they're apparently going to be having 50% off Gatsby, DaVinci, Oak products, and up to 80% off khaki. So, there's a ton of products marked down over at State Line TAC. If you come in on Thursday or Friday, Friday, get over there early because I do run out of stuff. Also, if you're at the Horse World Expo going on right now, starting tomorrow in Harrisburg, they're going to be there as well. They're going to be set up under the big American flag in booths uh, 1901 to 1945. In my calculation, that's 44 booths. So um, it's a very large setup there as well. Uh, and all you people in Harrisburg, have fun there at the Horse World Expo this weekend at the Expo Center in, in Harrisburg. We used to go there all the time. So have I a just, good time. by the way,
2: booked my Airbnb for Land Rover.
0: Did you? Yeah, I yeah. did. Good for you. Yay. So uh, that's all coming up at statelinetech.com. You can find more information. Or if, if you're not going and you just want to shop over there today and find the product that you're looking for statelinetac.com
2: Pleased to welcome Henny from horseyhooves.com Henny is going to join us once a month to talk about our articles that she writes and this month tell us a little bit about the article that you wrote this time
5: Yes, yeah, so it's called uh, 20 Horse Idioms and Sayings Explained so uh, I wrote about these um Uh, common horse sayings and where they come from basically their interesting backstories and yeah how they came about like eat like a horse you know things like that so first of all before we get started on those will you tell everybody where in the world you are so i live in uh, wales now in the united kingdom and um yeah i came here originally uh to study at university and yeah, end up settling down so where originally are you from Originally, uh, I grew up in Transylvania, so um, basically when people ask, I always say I'm both from Hungary and Romania. I, I have both citizenships as my family is Hungarian, but I grew up in Romania.
2: Wow, that's fascinating. <laughs> uh, I just love that. Okay, so you went into a deep dive trying to research kind of like all the terms that use the word horse in everyday language and... Uh, I think you did 20 of them, but we're going to talk about maybe just five. So some of the ones that you picked out to go over with us is, number one, a horse of a different color. Where did that come from?
5: Yeah. So this, yeah, basically means, oh, this is something else. Like, for example, this party turned out to be something else. And uh, yeah, it comes from the 1600s when, you know, people were part of like the average person's uh, daily life. And uh, it was like they noticed that uh, when horses are born, they they are one color, like they could be black or bay, and but then when they grow up, they could turn out to be gray, so a different color. And they listed like one type of color on the horse's uh, pedigree, but but when they came to be sold, they might have been a different color, and this like uh, created complications like with the sale.
0: So a horse okay. of a different color. <laughs> I get it now. Okay,
5: that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> that may, that. It, 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 I uh, when
2: I think of horse of a different color, I think of the movie um, s- somewhere over the rainbow, Glenn. What's the movie? Anyway, oh. they parade around. The horse with a different color, and the oh. horse actually yes. changes colors in the in the Wizard of Oz. Thank yes. you very much. <laughs> and uh, the horse changes colors. So I kind of. Uh, part of me always thought that's where they came from, but now she I know burst She burst your bubble. You burst your bubble. It wasn't the Wizard of Oz. They didn't invent that. It was uh, back in a long, 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 long time ago. Yeah. Um, one that I never really understood is when people say, get off your high horse. <laughs> well, I like my high horse.
5: <laughs> 16-1. Yeah, yeah, same. We usually do. No, that's like just um, being on a high horse. is just being snobby or arrogant. And yeah, that just came from when... Uh, The knights and highborn men used to ride really tall horses to show off their power to the commons. And that used to be a compliment like back in the day when uh, the the knights were being, you know, the ones doing all the good, like protecting women and the weak. But then, you know, there were these these revolutions in the 18th century. And then the term like being on a high horse uh, turned into like a mockery, sort of being like superior and untouchable. Yeah, I hear
2: that all the time.
5: Uh, (laughs) Gotcha. That's interesting. Okay,
2: so another one that I hear a lot, and some people, I don't know. Tell tell us what horse sense means, because
5: people be like, "You you got horse sense." Yeah, it's uh, basically having a common sense that like comes from practical experience rather than you know the traditional like education, and you know it's just you know, being like knowing the goings of life and yeah, just having common sense. And um, yeah, this is kind of a compliment in today's world, I I believe, at least uh, where I live here in the UK. Um, but <clears throat> like back in the day, uh, in many sayings that contain the word horse, just like horse stands, horseplay, and also in some like plant names like horseradish, the word horse was associated with like coarseness and like lack of sophistication sometimes not in all things just in in these ones so yeah being like horse like having horse sense that was like used with like the common people that might not have gone through like higher education but that were really you know that had this practical wisdom oh gotcha okay so like
2: even though the horses may not have a high education they have basic and then when we know that they all do they have this these basic Tenants of life, which fight or flight, you know, they, they, they judge things, they read things really well. So that probably oh, got good horse sense. Yeah. Glenn, Glenn, you might, you know what, Glenn, you got horse sense, buddy.
0: <laughs> thank you, thank <laughs> you. You may not be higher that.
2: educated, but you're I'm really not sensible. actually. So
0: that's, uh, <laughs> I'm glad I have something left. Something. <laughs>
2: um, okay. I never really understood this one at all. When people say they, oh, I have a Charlie horse.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just uh, having a muscle spasm or like a cramp. It's interesting this is mostly used in america so like in other english-speaking countries like the uk like i, I told this uh, i told my boyfriend about this phrase and he was like what i've never heard it before so yeah uh it's like it might seem like a random like name for muscle spasm but it has a very interesting story so there are a, a few different stories actually about the origins of this term but like the most popular one is that in the 1850s uh lame racehorses were known as being, like, Charlie. They just called them all Charlie. And um, around the same time, uh, in, like, many baseball stadiums, they used the, uh, like, old and, like, sometimes even limping horses to, like, drag infield dirt. And then when a baseball player cramped up, uh, like, his uh, his teammates would uh, compare him to, like, these old Charlie horses, like, that were working on the field. So this is where it most likely came from. Get out! That can't be true. <laughs> it's horses and baseball together. That is the coolest thing I've
2: no, ever No, it's heard lame horses
0: aside... and baseball together. That's <laughs> yeah.
2: Aside yeah, yeah. from the fact that they're making lame horses work, <laughs> which is terrible, it was the 1850s, and you had yeah. no soul, so they would make lame race horses drag the infield of baseball games, and they called them all Charlie. And so, if the players cramped up, they would call them Charlie horses. Get what do you call out. them? What do you call it when that? Ha- I had that happen last night set yeah, me
0: straight that? up in bed you know would you get those cramps in your leg i mean it sits you up in bed what what do you call them
5: yeah just um i think cramp just oh i have this terrible cramp and then everyone knows what you're talking about like oh your muscle stands up and it's like last like 30 seconds it's like the worst agony there is
0: it's
2: true it was
0: last yeah, night okay
5: so here's your
2: assignment is we want you to start using the word Charlie horse in Wales, Transylvania, Slovakia, all the places <laughs> that you live. You're going to carry this throughout the world because that is a really cool story. Actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. it Involved baseball. <laughs> okay. So you got her interest. <laughs> yeah,
2: you got it. You got it. Horses and baseball. Now tell us. A li- I've never understood this one. Don't spare the horses. What does that mean?
5: Yeah, um it means hurry up basically get going so um yeah this this probably comes from uh Queen Victoria who ruled in the late 19th century and um, uh, yeah when she was in a hurry she would often just call out to his uh, to her uh, steward saying um, home James and don't spare the horses and um and yeah, um this was probably where the f- phrase came from, but also it could be much older than this because um, like the name James was a common name for like um coachman during the 1600s, so it could be even older than this, uh, but most yeah, most experts associate it with Queen Victoria.
2: Yeah, I always don't associated spare, that it. That means basically whip the crap out of yep. them. Don't spare mm-hmm. them. Just get my ass home. I
0: always thought it was a cavalry saying from the old days. We don't spare the horses means, you know, you're going into battle, run them to death because they're going to die oh. anyway. Um, yeah, that could be. Yeah, that's where I always thought it came from. You know what happens? They do that and then they end up in the baseball field. That's Charlie what happens nurses.
2: next. Call them all Charlie after that. <laughs> That is a fascinating. Well, there's a, a list of 20, and uh, it's not going to be as good as you explaining it to us, but they can go to horseyhooves.com and check this out and see a lot of your other blog posts. But this is this interesting, and you are, as usual, delightful.
5: Thank
0: you. Thanks, Henny. Talk to you <laughs> soon. Yeah, talk to you soon. So this uh, guest was brought to you by Daily Dose Equine.
1: And I'm happy to be joined by Janet Geyer, the mad scientist behind Daily Dose Equine Horse Feeds. And she's going to explain to us why there are no pellets in her horse feed. So if you open yourself up a bag of Daily Dose Equine Horse Feed, it's going to look a little different. And I want to know why.
3: Well, first of all, we decided not to make any pellets out of our horse feed. And the reason is, is that pellets are typically made of wheat. Um, and to make a pellet, you need to basically extrude the horse feed. So it's a processing issue. So if you want to have basically a whole food that's not so processed, you wouldn't want to make a pellet. So that's one reason. Another reason is is that pellets often hide the ingredients that are in there. They can hide taste, and uh, they can certainly hide ingredients and you really don't know what's in there. Um, with our feed, we want you to see all the ingredients. So we've made a textured feed and sometimes we grind it up and sometimes it does look a little powdery. Um, But the reason for that is we want to mix the vitamins and minerals thoroughly in the product without creating more processing. So that is the reason why we do not use pellets. And the reason we don't use wheat is because wheat has been linked to a lot of health issues. So we want to stay away from modern wheat We wanted to stay away from uh, the glyphosate that is used to grow the modern wheat and uh, make it a lot more simple.
1: So you mechanically alter some of the ingredients by grinding them up, but that is very, very different than creating a pellet, which which requires heat and pressure.
3: It does, exactly. There there we go. So So
1: that, that makes a big difference. So when you open up that bag of Daily Dose Equine Horse Feed, and it looks a little different, there's an important reason, because there's an important reason for everything that Janet does to her horse feeds, and our goal here is to quiz her about as many of those as we can. And if you want to learn more about Daily Dose Equine Horse Feeds, or find a retailer near, near you, just go to www.dailydoseequine.com, or if you want to purchase some directly online and get fast and convenient shipping just go to chewy.com and i think it's 6 6 of the different horse feed formulas are on there now
3: correct
2: there we go So, yeah, we've talked a little bit about it already. I was guilty of taking SMZs, was, <clears throat> um, whatever, it's fine. Uh, guilty of taking some SMZs to fight an infection because I didn't want to go to the doctor and like waste a lot of time. Now, remember, Glenn uh, wanted to let everybody know that. These we need to do like one of those fast yes. talking disclaimers, Glenn. Okay, this
0: uh, you want me to do it or you want to do it?
2: You go. You okay, go.
0: so uh, anything we talk about here is not real science and should not be considered medical advice in any way, form, or whatsoever. Um, is that good?
2: I mean, I guess, but like, I want to get like an example of a disclaimer, which is like something. Let me find this one here.
0: I just wanted not to get sued.
2: Testimonials appearing on the site are actually not individual experiences reflecting real-life experiences of those who have used our products some way or another. However, (laughs) the individual individual results may vary. We do not claim these are typical results that the customers will generally achieve. The testimonials are not necessarily representative of all those who use the products and services. Blah, blah. Hey! (laughs) Well done. and the side effects maybe don't do the side effects maybe the fact that you yeah you're gonna turn into a horse um but some of these aren't even horsey so we have a thing in my house glenn where i cook okay and i always say because i cook it and i don't taste it like i'm just just serve it and i'll say all right guys this could be amazing (laughs) and then lucas follows it up with Or it could taste like dog food. So, (laughs) and we have like a ranking system. Such confidence from your son. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. Because it's true. I make seven. Sometimes I'm like, dude, this tastes like like dinner last night. Um, we decided now that something is amazing. It tastes like dog food, or even worse than that, is it tastes like cat (laughs) food. And now I was like, "There's got to be something between dog food and amazing." And so we determined that it was horse food, so because because horse food's not terrible to eat, like it's not like cat food. So now some of the treats actually
0: just taste like molasses, you know. So yeah. yeah.
2: So the the tier is amazing: horse food, dog food, cat food. (laughs) So. The dinner I made last night was classified under the category of horse food. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well,
0: it's better than cat food. It
2: wasn't dog food. (laughs) So uh, the reason I say that and bring that up is because apparently we're not the only ones who maybe even actually eat horse food. Gosh, Lucas loves that Kentucky Performance Products, the rice brand. Oh, my God. (laughs) My get out of that. It's it's like pure fat. Uh, So Cordy says that – she is so tempted to try sweet feed. And Colleen says, Courtney, I totally agree. But it never tastes as good as it smells. Never. Well, it smells wonderful.
0: All that molasses. It
2: smells so good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feed Nutrina Pro Force Senior. I open the bag and my mouth starts to water. And I, t- I took a little bite of one. I'm like, nope. I don't know. Why you. Guys-. <laughs> it's like crack to Duke, man. He's like, give me the food. Um, Alex says she takes SMZs. All the time. Uh, Allie uh, said that. Now, Allison said, oh, I've never been tempted to do the first one. She says, I've tasted dewormer. Well, oh. And ulcer guard, she said, which I have tasted that one. She said she's tasted all of their food, and she may actually have had a drink from their water trough.
0: Okay, no? that's too far there, Allison. That's way too far. There's good water in your house.
2: Allison died on the organ trail of dysentery. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, we have animals that tend to occasionally drink out of the buckets and pee in the buckets and things like that. No, I'm not going there.
2: Thank you very much. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not going to go anywhere I can see stuff growing. It doesn't matter how often you clean it. Um, Jillian says, Isoxaprine smells so good, but she hasn't taken it yet. Is that one? <laughs> Isoxaprine. So it's a it's a drug that increases blood flow in the hoof. I've never – I mean, I've only seen it in pill form, so I don't think it smells good. But, yeah. Uh, Maggie agrees that – I'm guessing SMZs, it won't do the
0: same thing for people, being that we don't have those. guessing.
2: I mean, it increases the blood flow in your lamina, Glenn, so your fingernails might look great. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, SMZs, Maggie says, for a, a bladder issue and amoxicillin – From the dog for diverticulitis. I feel, Maggie, that those are probably things that should be attended to by an actual medical professional.
0: I agree. But amoxicillin, you buy it at the drugstore. It's the same thing they give humans. (laughs) It's the same thing.
2: Yeah, but if you have diverticulitis or a bladder thing.
0: Yeah, I think that you probably should should get actual medical attention.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm
0: guessing that us saying this is not encouraging her to do that.
2: Uh, no, probably not. Um, I, now Pat says, "I love the smell of absorbing," um, but I. F-, she says, "But really? I figure it's." I do love the smell of that you? too. Makes really me, makes me think of being at the track, like because we would just. Wrap everything and absorbing," uh, she said. "I figure it's bad enough I pee in the stalls an occasion. I'm not going to kill my liver by taking my horse's meds. <laughs> well, that's too practical of you, Pat." <laughs> Jennifer says, "Methocarbamol. Granted, it was a human version that we were giving horses, but my back was hurting, and it was right there in my tack trunk. Is that a pain. Methocarbamol is a muscle relaxer.
0: <laughs> well, there you
2: go. It helps horses with back pain. <laughs> Katie says you might need that
0: with your uh, neck." Huh?
2: Uh, I still have muscle relaxers from my shoulder surgery because I didn't take anything for that. So I did take a half one of those night before last. I, I can't, I can't the take the
0: last week actually. With really? some leftovers. I,
2: <laughs> yeah. I can't take any meds before I have to do a show. Cause I get a little my mouth isn't working all the way. So I, I'm really careful. Um, <laughs> the Katie says that she's a saltaholic and she can't, Stop licking the salt block. And she says, if I could get away with it, I'd have one in my house. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, you can
0: buy it. It's already ground up. You know, pour it on your Kayla food.
2: says, them dang apple wafers, man. They smell so good and they look like a Fig Newton. And she put <laughs> in parentheses, do. note, they do not taste like one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you remember when we go to Ada together, Jennifer would taste every horse treat in the place.
2: Yeah, I, mm, I'm good. I, I think it's, I'm just too s- skeptical because I've a, been a vegetarian for 35 oh. years and I'm just always assumed that there's meat in something. Uh, Kayla said, I did try one of those and it was like chewing a brick made of sand. <laughs> Um, uh, mippers all taste awful. I agree. I accidentally got some on my finger when I was putting it in Zeus's mouth ulcer and and I got it, and I of course scratched my lip or put chapstick on or something, and it tastes like some sort of like poisonous licorice. It's awful. Uh, Juniper says she tasted dewormer on accident trying to get the cap off. <laughs> <laughs> Bandamine in her mouth and her eye by giving it orally the other day. <laughs> she said zero out of ten would not recommend <laughs> <Said> her goggles. <laughs> oh. Uh Kayla says when I was a kid, I got in trouble for eating a powdered rice bran from a client. Uh this sounds like Lucas. Um, let's see. Dawn's taking SMCs. Betty uses DMSO. And cowboy magic detangler on her hair.
0: <laughs> I got to tell you that Jennifer uses DMSO too, and that's the stuff that makes your mouth taste like cabbage.
2: It tastes like garlic to me.
0: It tastes like cabbage to me, and it's awful. I can't even touch her when she's wearing it because then yeah. I instantly, my mouth tastes, I know what that she's wearing it because of that.
2: Mental no, Jennifer, if you want him to stay away from you, just <laughs> smear yourself with some DMSO. You know what? She's probably one step ahead of me. She's, I think, yeah, I think so, actually. Yeah, that is the reason she does that. Do we have a spare
0: spare bedroom at the new house? Yes, Yes, we do. Okay,
2: good. Oh, good. You you can go stay in there (laughs) because it's not her. You're going to have to go. Um, Kelly said, I had a migraine one day while driving and the only med in my car was Equiox. She's like, I sincerely considered taking one, then decided it was too expensive to waste on me. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's a horse <laughs> girl right there. Right there.
2: Yeah, I'm like, I don't need it to be. That's, That's the whole the thing horse. right there. It's too expensive <laughs> to use on me. Meta, I do this too. I brush my hair with my horse's brush and comb and always use mane, the little main ponytail holders for my ponytail. I do that. It does pull your hair out, but sometimes you just need a ponytail. Um Kelly said that the funniest thing she's ever saw was as she was a tractor supply and she saw a kid reach over and lick a 50-pound salt block. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just give it a try. <laughs> Lori says, I haven't tried it, and I have no plans to do so, but resurping smells delicious. Do you know what resurping is, Glenn? <laughs> it's a long-acting tranquilizer
0: oh well, that would like, work it's yeah
2: 30-day tranquilizer yeah no. we
0: don't recommend that one
2: april good lord i need to talk to your husband uh smz's she's taken and one christmas eve i gave my shot of penicillin i bought from tractor supply i was desperate i had a huge bruise on my arm from it she said but i've also used absorbing and ice tight she lives I mean, in texas
0: if you, anything goes
2: <laughs> Tractor <laughs> supplies like, this is a human antibiotics. Here's the horse ones. Take whatever you want. Doesn't matter. Uh, Mary says she uses vetrocin on any cuts. Jen has tried Robaxin, the muscle relaxer. Uh, Jessica uses Shoshin on her hair before meeting her husband in a restaurant because she came from the barn. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little spritz of this. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And Shoshin has a very... Shoshiny smell like nothing else smells like Shoshin so if you know what it is you, you, you know what it is um, Jennifer said her finger was hurting and she thought well this is what a horse feels like when they have an abscess so I put fierce wrapped it in saran wrap next morning took it off and you know then she gets solved it solved the abscess <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think Gross. we've all
0: put poultice on ourselves and things you know just to-
2: I'm worried about Karen chat and I'm going to end with that one um, because she says that DMSO, SMZs, surpass. Lots of people use surpass, which is like that topical anti-inflammatory. It's definitely not legal. Oh, Diane uses Equiderma zinc on her nose because <laughs> <laughs> she forgot sunscreen. Um, she said, uh, Karen says that DMSO, bleh, SMZs, fine. Surpass, fine. Adequan and Legend,
0: She's At an one. endurance rider. So Are you
2: injecting it into your muscles?
0: <laughs> She's an endurance rider, so who knows? And
2: legend is IV. Are you like tapping a line in your arm? <laughs> I need to I need to find out and she hasn't written back. Everybody's asking about it. Mm. She has not. Yeah, she's back, hiding.
0: So. <laughs> we'll have I, to talk to her next time she does her episode.
2: I have further questions. Next week need we need
0: to, to. I need to ask her this question. Remind me to ask her this next week, please. Yeah. please. Do. And again, our disclaimer. While Jamie's getting weird news ready, our disclaimer is: don't do anything we just said. We're not medical professionals or professionals in any way. Actually, um, we're just a couple of people who. Loop on the radio. Yeah. So the testimonials
2: yeah. presented uh, are not applicable to the individual writing them, may not be indicative of future performance or success of any other individuals. <laughs> right. I keep going. All of that. These are individual experiences reflecting real life experiences of those who have or have not used these products or services in some way or another. And we at the Horse Radio Network do not think that you should go ahead and try any of these things because we will not be held responsible. Disclaimer
0: Time to learn why some days you're embarrassed to be part of the human race in Jamie's Weird News.
2: Not going to lie, you people were slacking this week.
0: Uh, Oh, they didn't send you Weird weird News? news
2: Well, I got a couple from Mary and I got one from... Let's see, I think that's it. I think
0: the problem is there's too much bad real news that people are trying to avoid news.
2: That's why we find Weird News. or Yeah, that's why we find Weird News. Um, it- thank you, Mary, for being the only person who gives about helping me out. <laughs> and I will do one that um, somebody sent. must be married because um, this is bizarre. I mean, talented. This person is very talented. But who the hell at some point was like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do this. All right. So this guy, he's a Canadian teenager and he is a Rubik's cube master. Okay. Like that is what dude. There's a video of him and he's like, <laughs> like fixing a Rubik's cube. No problem. Insane. Turns out <laughs> he's as you are, if you're good at Rubik's cube, he's also very talented on a pogo stick. Why wouldn't you be? So what does he do? He's like, I'm going to break a Guinness book of world's records and, uh, decided and he's in Nova Scotia. He solved 211 Rubik's Cubes all while bouncing on a pogo stick. (laughs) 16-year-old Saul Hafting. I feel like his name should be mentioned because it's quite a talent, uh, was successfully spent one hour and 12 minutes solving 211 Rubik's Cubes while bouncing on the pogo stick. Okay, here's how they did it. So he is on a pogo stick jumping up and down with no hands his hands are solving a rubiks cube then he would solve it throw it in this like net that somebody was holding and somebody else would hand him a different one and then somebody would take the one out of the net go screw it up broken and then bring it back Okay oh, so they didn't have then...
0: 200 rubiks cubes there <laughs>
2: No I was cuz that's what I wanted to know I'm like did they have 211 it was like three like a rotation of three rubiks cubes that he was just going around Okay you
0: and, and I couldn't do the pogo stick for that long by itself Or do a Rubik's Cube one in that time.
2: The quads that that dude (laughs) has to have. I mean, he's 16. They can do whatever. But, you know, like your leg muscles are impressive. That's impressive.
0: (laughs) It is impressive. I'm impressed.
2: Next story. All right. So in Australia, this uh, woman, she bought a lottery ticket. And I guess you buy lottery tickets in Australia from a website called thelot.com. So you get an account and you buy a lottery ticket through this like account on, on their website. So she bought a lottery ticket and then st- started getting phone calls. And she's like, damn scammer Psh, hangs up the phone, gets another phone call scammer <laughs> days. She was getting phone calls. And she thought all of them were scams, so she didn't answer it for days. And finally, she's like, I wonder if I ever won the lottery. That's why they were calling her, because she won $70,000, and they were trying to let her know to pull the money out of her account. So, of $72,000, she ended up winning. And uh, she just happened to sit down and go to thelot.com, and she was like, oh, my God, why do I have all this money in my account? So, sometimes people answer the dang phone.
0: Yeah, you don't either. I don't answer. Do
2: you answer any
0: numbers you don't recognize?
2: I do. Um, my if phone's you're pretty good about something no. similar. But I, that's the whole thing is I'm running a business. But just this week, I've probably had 15 calls about my extended warranty on my car. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. That and if
0: you get a mortgage, we're learning what kind of junk mail you get when you get a mortgage. Oh, my God. It's 10 letters a day about mortgage insurance or this. And they're very deceptive. You got your mortgage with this bank. You need to call us immediately. It's just yeah. 10 a day. It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, right, you have one more? Oh, yeah. Okay, because I have one too. Ooh, oh, to one. Sorry.
2: I had to, do, to wrap it up by going to where, Glenn? Uh, Oklahoma. I uh, know. We're going to go to Florida. <laughs> and oddly enough, this is actually the city that my brother lives in. Okay. And it's also the town that Chad and I got married in. And it is in your favorite town, Saint Augustine. It is a cool town. It is an awesome town. Saint Augustine, the oldest city in America. They have an alligator farm.
0: Yes, they do. We've been there.
2: You've been to this I've yes. been to this, they, have a, they have a they have ginormous alligator yeah, that's like there. white. Yep. Uh, like a, I don't know. I'll buy no alligator. It, it, everybody's been there. If you've been to St. Augustine, you go to the alligator farm. It's, it's what you However, do. They, what could possibly go wrong when you have an alligator farm? Uh, they have, were moving one alligator from uh, one part of the zoo alongside with several other alligators, and um, they were driving down Anastasia Boulevard in St. Augustine. It's funny because I know where all these places are, and uh, apparently the alligator decided, I'm leaving,
0: made a run for it,
2: <laughs> and broke. Through the back window of the van and fled down <laughs> Anastasia Boulevard. I'm out of St. Here. Augustine.
0: Did he have it's somebody picking like, him up, like a you know a, a pickup driver take him away?
2: He said, "This is why we have extensive training and do drills to prepare for moments like this." <laughs> Our crew acted quickly to recapture it and deliver it safely to its new habitat. Actually, it probably just wanted to be let like, go. Um, it's like it went back to the
0: swamp. I re-
2: they said that at no time was there any real danger as the animal's mouth was secured. So basically, they wrapped up the mouth, threw him in the back of the van. He's like, I'm out! And like busted out the back window of a van. Did was they anybody they handcuff sitting him then? In the
5: back? I know, right?
2: <laughs> was anybody sitting in the back with him, Buzzi? I don't know. All of it is Would pretty good. Would you be sitting in the back with him? (laughs) no but oh my god he's huge so they have a video of these people grabbing him and he's on Anastasia Boulevard in the median. So there's like two or three lanes on one side and two or three lanes on the other and there's like a grass median and somebody's pulled over and videoed them wrestling this. They've got like a one of those dog capture things oh, on his head. That's not a sight
0: you see every day when driving down to work.
2: <laughs> and then this dude, like Crocodile, uh what, what's his, Steve Irwin, leaps onto his head and tries to subdue him, gets tossed off. I mean, it's very dramatic anyway, but they did catch him. He, they, they, the alligator has, has been returned home
0: all right I have one more okay
2: okay now I'm gonna play
0: some sound and I want you to guess what this is
2: okay okay okay
5: all right
0: any thoughts
2: Are they in the jungle? (laughs) So this
0: was at LSU, Louisiana State University. The kids are sitting there in the dining hall eating lunch when a raccoon fell through the ceiling. Oh my god. And landed on a table. (laughs) And that is the raccoon running around with the kids all videoing or and or screaming. And you could see in the video a couple of them going, I'm just going to go get my lunch. And then uh, he runs between their legs and freaks them out. I think the weird noise you hear is the woman that was filming it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But there's actual (laughs) video of the raccoon running under the tables and around. Okay, you have a rodent problem, a serious rodent problem. That's awesome.
2: But all I could think of was like Wolf Farrell going, do you need a hug? (laughs) Somebody needs a hug.
0: (laughs) You got a rodent problem if raccoons are falling out of your ceiling into your dining hall.
2: I'm like they're in a jungle with people (laughs) laughing at like monkeys or something. Poor raccoons going, What the hell? (laughs) That was amazing. How did I get here? (laughs) I I don't remember I don't know what
0: happened, by the way. I don't know what happened in the end to the raccoon, so I have no idea. There's
2: no there's no police tweet (laughs) follow-up. Well if you have a weird news story and you see a you see a story in the news that you're like that's weird email it to me jamie at com. put weird news in the subject line so I can find it out and uh, thanks everybody for uh, always being a part of the segment even though you select this week thanks Mary
0: <laughs> and we're going to have an auditor post show I have to discuss something that's gone 50-50 now in how people feel about it we're going to be talking about that in the auditor post show tomorrow we have uh, Sidelines Magazine is going to be here tomorrow with some great interviews and then Friday we're giving away prizes we're going to give away the really bad ads prizes that we're supposed to do last week, but I was sick. So, we're going to give that away on Friday. So, look for it then. Get your ads into Jennifer at Network.com. If you send them in to today and tomorrow, you'll get entered into the drawing on Friday. And we have like four or $500 worth of prizes. So, we will see you then. Thanks, everybody.
2: Spade knitter gilt.
0: All right. Have you seen the – this was sent to me 20 times yesterday. Have you seen the Airbnb in Georgetown, Texas that that converted – there's a link under uh, auditor show notes. You need to go there or auditor post show. There's a link there. It's called the stables of Georgetown. And what they did is they converted their very, very fancy place and very, very fancy barn into an Airbnb. So what they did is they put beds in all the stalls. And they rent it out per night. You rent the whole place, so there's uh-huh. there's like uh, eleven acres, eighteen king bedrooms with plenty of space to have meals. They have the dining hall table is set up like right down the middle of the barn with chandeliers over. It's a very nice barn. I mean, it's not you know this is an incredible barn. Um, the stable doors, riding arena, and many other features preserve its beauty. And then you can actually rent the whole place for like. Bridal showers or weddings, or they also have a four-bedroom home that's part of it. Uh, 18 stalls that have been made into bedrooms. They put in really nice bathrooms. Um, And not your typical barn bathrooms, let me say that. Um, There's four dining tables. Uh, They have a half... uh, Uh, there's also arcade, uh, shuffleboard, foosball, all kinds of stuff. So this is really meant to be a party place. So half the comments I saw from horse people were, what a waste, there's there's some nice horse stalls, there should be horses in there. And the other half are going, I don't I think of this, it'd be a lot less work. So that (laughs) was where I went as a horse husband is, this is brilliant. But the place is really nice. (laughs) I mean, it's not your average barn. Um, but it goes for, by the way, in case you're interested, two thousand a night.
2: Get out!
0: But that's the whole place. You're not. You're not. I mean, just I
2: guess if you were like
0: going with having 10 couples a wedding,
2: or, get a wedding yeah. there, and like everybody could stay, that would be the only thing I could think well, of. If you're
0: going like with ten or 15, 20 couples, um,
2: and the stalls aren't that private. Well, they I do mean, have,
0: but kind of, well, they are private if you shut the door.
2: Yeah, <laughs> they know but yeah so I uh, yeah I don't, I, it's kind of I
0: don't think you're gonna be able to be really loud in the stalls no, no. Uh, because I th- no that ain't happen you are gonna be sleeping but I think you're gonna hear snoring I do think that um, because they're right next to each other they're stalls it is a beautiful place gotta give that um the place is really nice and probably the horse thing wasn't working out so they just went well we're gonna fix this just, <laughs> they'll probably make more money this way. And they did in horses.
2: I guess it's probably less than boarding. <laughs> but you got to clean, uh, wash all the sheets and make all those beds. No, I take horses. I'd rather <laughs> so you're going the horse and
0: route and the horse husband, I'm going, sheets. yes. Let me see if there were any comments on this. Where do you see those? Uh, oh, one review. Okay, so this is there's one review. Staying at the stables was unique, incredible, and a fun experience. We had our annual corporate team building ret- Oh, God. How many team-building retreats did you – I used to have to go on those all the time when I was in the insurance world. Oh, my God. There were 22 of us. I stayed at the private suite with its own full bathroom. I had plenty of privacy and beautiful, expansive hill country views. Uh, Everyone else said that they were really comfortable in their own stall bedrooms. It appears that this was a large commercial stable at one time. No kidding. (laughs) Um, They had fire pit. Oh, God. Corporate retreats. Had us doing this stupid-ass stuff. Nobody liked each other anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It really didn't work. Everybody felt the same when you left the corporate retreat. And everybody out there that's been on one knows what I'm talking about.
2: Lord, help us. I, I, I don't know. Give me the horses. Did you ever have to go on anything when you were in radio like that? No, no, no. But yeah, even if <clears throat> if they did go on something, I was the guy that got left behind to be DJ on the weekend because
0: you had to do the traffic. <laughs> that somebody, was me. somebody had to do the traffic.
2: <laughs> I did weekend DJ and traffic. I was too. Yeah, you could probably news, do weather
0: in your sleep too.
2: News, weather, and traffic. <laughs> did you do the news too? Ah, oh, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Entertainment news <laughs> and regular news and traffic and DJ and yeah, I did. I did all the things. <laughs> so the
0: those things. of you that are, are thinking this is a bad thing, uh, you don't have to go rent it. But
2: night, you can too, can You just rent. can't get amorous with anybody because mm. everybody will know. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's your kink, dude. That's what you're into. That's fine.
0: Can you imagine if there were a bunch of people at the same time? What that noise level would be like? Listen,
2: let's move on. This is creeping me out. <laughs> <It's getting> <laughs> <gross>. <laughs>
0: Back to the raccoon. He's getting on tables eating food.
2: <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> so weird.
0: Do you think they get a refund? Maybe they they probably find him for trying to uh, get free lunch.
2: Oh my, oh, my God, Glenn. That was terrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, anybody. Anyway, that's it. I'm done. You done? All
2: right. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, we we put it all in the in the in the beginning of the show. Yeah,
0: we have nothing. Threw it all
2: out there. My neck hurts. Oh, so we did go. discover something though. People do
0: listen to the end of this stupidity.
2: Oh my God, that was awesome. <laughs> there were so many comments from Monday. Was, that was. Were awesome, you shocked?
0: Man. I was kind of shocked, and they got the drift of what we wanted them to po- post.
2: Yeah. No. Well, they're not dumb. People. I was shocked,
0: though. I'm it shocked. was
2: amazing. <laughs> it was really impressive. We expected and, two um,
0: people to post, not not a hundred. So that was thanks, awesome. Thanks
2: for listening, guys. Sorry we didn't entertain you today. I'm tired. I need some coffee. That hurts.
0: Boozer. <laughs>